Hey, and welcome back once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, and today we pick up where we left off yesterday. And we're in the, the very end of the Gospel of John, as John has given us this incredible picture of Jesus and who he is as the only begotten Son of God, the Christ, and that he is the one that when we believe in his name, when we believe in who he is, as the scriptures describe, we will find that we are given life in his name. A life in his name through his work. And, and yesterday where we left off is the third appearance of Jesus to his disciples. And, and uh, Peter jumped out of the boat, swam in. Uh, the rest of the disciples caught up. And we see Jesus as the, uh, the resurrected Jesus who has authority over all things still. And now we're going to see this, um, this incredible moment, this kind of uh, restorative moment for Peter. Now we remember Peter. Peter's the one that said, "I will, uh, I will die for you, Jesus. I'm all in." And then ultimately, Peter denied Christ three times on the night of Jesus's betrayal. And so now we have the resurrected Jesus meeting with Peter. And let's look at this text here, starting in verse 15. It says, "When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these?" He, Peter, said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he had said to him a third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Truly, truly, I say to you, when you were young, you used to dress yourself and walk wherever you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and another will dress you and carry you where you do not want to go. This he said to show by what kind of death he was to glorify God. And after saying this, he said to him, follow me. Now, this is a great passage. This is uh, a great moment between Peter and Jesus where Jesus is asking Peter three times, do you love me? Now, we know that in the original language, there's different forms of the word love that are used. But really, big picture, this is Jesus using synonyms to, to really convey the same idea. Do you do you love me? Are, do you love me? Are you uh, have an affection for me? Do you have an allegiance to me? And then he tells Peter, if, if that's the case, tend my sheep or feed my sheep, different words used, really giving the same idea of caring for Jesus's sheep. Now it's interesting, uh, Jesus begins and he asks Peter, do you love me more than these? Some people think, uh, is, is Jesus here referring to the fish because Peter just went to fish again and that was his profession? Or he's saying, do you love me more than you love? Like, do you have a greater affection for me more than you have an affection for these other disciples? But likely what's happening is Jesus is saying, do you love me more than the other disciples? Do you love me more than them? This Again, this is Peter's claim. He's like, I am all in. And then he, then he denied Christ. He's saying, do you have the highest order of affection for me? And then as Peter answers in the affirmative, and even as Peter is grieved by Jesus asking him this multiple times, uh, Jesus' response is, if in fact that is the case, if you love me, if you are, have a first order love for me, here is how you show it. 
You feed my sheep. You tend to my sheep. See, the point here is the greater love that one has for Jesus, the greater care that person will show toward those who are Jesus's. The greater love one has for Jesus, the greater love one will have for the church. This is Jesus's point here. This is not a point where he is installing Peter as the, the Pope and the succession will now pass through Peter. That's not in the context. That's not the point at all. Rather, the point here is Jesus is saying, if you, in fact, love me, you will demonstrate that by your feeding, by your caring, by your tending to my people. This is a great Christian axiom then. If you are in fact a disciple of Jesus, if you say, I love Jesus more than anything else, that means that it will be demonstrated in the way you love the saints. In the way you love the saints. Do you serve those who follow Christ? Do you teach those who follow Christ? Are you part of uh, community uh, worship as you gather together as the church uh, corporate worship, you gather with them regularly? Are you part of a, a smaller group of folks that you know their needs and you tend to their needs and you care for them? Are your uh, actions demonstrating through your care for others that you, in fact, love Jesus? This is, this is what Jesus calls Peter to. And this is what he calls us to. Now, the text here, he ends with this uh, this description of Jesus saying, you know, Peter, your hands will be stretched out. And this is detailing what kind of death Peter will die. This <clears throat> martyrdom of Peter, when tradition says that he, he's actually crucified like Jesus, except he's crucified upside down because he considered himself unworthy to be martyred in the same way as Jesus. This is what tradition tells us. And then ultimately, he says to Peter, follow me. <clears throat> if you remember all the way back, Jesus's initial uh, invitation, Matthew chapter four, verse 19, Jesus says, come follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Ultimately, this is Jesus's call upon Peter. And this is Jesus's call upon every disciple. If you in fact love Jesus, you follow him and you follow him by feeding the sheep tending to the needs of the sheep. And so the ancient way for the modern day today, I just want to get extremely practical and ask you how in fact are you serving your church family? How are you investing your life in the lives of those who are disciples of Jesus in the sheep, in the church? This is what you and I, what we're called to do. We're called to give ourselves, to tend to, to care for the church. This means that you should learn the word so you can teach the word. That's how you feed the sheep. This means you should learn to care so you can tend to the sheep. But your life, you should have clear actions in your life that demonstrate your love for Jesus in the way you love the church. And so take some time today. Do a little bit of an audit. How do you spend your time? How do you spend each day? How do you spend your life investing not in your profession, in your pleasure, in your entertainment, in your leisure, but in, in the sheep, in the church of Christ? This is the ancient way for our modern day.